everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How are you today? I'm so good. Cause Talk Radio yeah. Day is always a good day for me. I know. I know. We're getting so close to Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I know you're busy cooking and um, and buying presents. <laughs> you clearly me. do not know me well. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the roles, and that's probably Ted, right? Who's doing all that? You know, yeah. So anyways, but that good. But it's getting close, anyways. So uh, it's an exciting time for Cause Talk Radio. And you know what I think is so interesting about uh, this podcast today, Megan, is. You called me about this particular guest, and you said, Joe, there's another man on Pinterest. And I said, I don't believe it. I said, I, I, said, like, I don't believe it. And then, and then you said, Joe, and he's middle-aged and kind of bald, like I you. I didn't say and any I of said, that. This is I such said, a lie. I said, this is impossible. I said, I, I, I have this corner of the market. You and set me up. And lo and behold, she introduced me to my new best friend on Pinterest. <laughs> on the line with me right now is Jason Miles. And this guy's background, he has done everything. 20 years in the nonprofit sector, 16 of those years with uh, World Vision. He's a causepreneur who started his own business with his wife called Liberty Jane Clothing. And he even has his own nonprofit, Megan. I know. It's amazing. Oh, so powerful. What hasn't and, he done? And it teaches people uh, tailoring and sewing skills in Zambia. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. It really is going to be fun. Uh, and thank yeah. you for the fun introduction. <laughs> it's funny. You know, Megan was talking, you know, because everyone, because she's like, oh, I got a, I, I got a Pinterest expert. And I was like, what's her name? Exactly. And, and she says, it's Jason. And I said, I've never heard a woman named Jason. Come on. <laughs> you know, and she's like, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's a man. He's like you. You know, so it, I was like, we have to have this guy on the show. And I should me uh, mention, folks, that uh, Jason is also the author of three books, including Pinterest Power. Uh, so we certainly have uh, a big authority on the line with us. But thanks for joining us, Jason. We really appreciate it. It's an honor. Yeah, glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, that'll be good. So, you know, I'm familiar with Pinterest because I use Pinterest a lot for curation for my cause marketing campaigns. And whenever I see anything related to the New York Yan Yankees in a negative light, I, I post it, Jason, on my Yankees sucks board. <laughs> okay, so I have one of those to kind of keep track of all those campaigns and stuff like that. Yeah. But for someone who is brand new, a nonprofit out there, a business that's that's new to Pinterest and wants to use it, how do they get started? Sure. I mean, it's very, very simple. And why obviously. should they get started, Jason? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a long question, too, right? <laughs> that's a longer yeah. answer. Well, the easy thing in terms of getting started, obviously, is just visiting Pinterest.com uh, and you know signing up for an account. Or downloading the app and going from there. Um, if you're not familiar with it in any way, then obviously you've got a bit of a learning curve, but it's very easy to understand. Um, the reason is a longer answer, and we can certainly unpack that here over the next few minutes. Uh, but there are tons of valuable reasons as to why to get into it, especially if you're trying to represent a cause or purpose or market a product or a fundraising effort. So, you know, everybody, when they first hear about Pinterest coming on or, or, or any other new social media platform besides Twitter and Facebook, they almost get a sense of overwhelm, like, oh, my Lord, another, mm -hmm. you know, social media platform to jump into. Uh, and it, it's just um, 
becoming more and more clear that the world is going to continue to create social media platforms that millions of people will uh, join and adopt. Um, Pinterest was, according to Fortune magazine, the fastest growing website in the history of the Internet. Wow. Um, YouTube, if you remember YouTube coming on the scene, uh, it, it just it's if you look back in your mind and think about when you first heard of YouTube, it was almost like you never heard of it. And then everybody heard about it and it was everywhere. Right. Well, YouTube went from 50,000 users to 17 million users in 12 months. Mm -hmm. That was the fastest growth rate of a website in the history of the internet. Pinterest did it faster. Pinterest did it in nine months. Wow. Um, and it has continued to scale. It's become just a massively popular mm -hmm. site. Now, what is most startling to people, especially marketers, is that Pinterest has now installed itself as the fourth best source of referral traffic on the internet. Yeah. Right. Um, and this is a statistic that just is blowing people's minds. Mm -hmm. um, it refers more traffic than Google+, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn combined. Mm -hmm. um, the four best sources of referral traffic, the four top sources, Online are Google organic search or organic search would be the top one and Google dominates that. The second one is direct typing of a URL right into the browser. Mm -hmm. So if somebody knows where they want to go and they just type it in. The third best source of referral traffic is Facebook and they drive something like 16% of all traffic on the internet. Mm -hmm. And then Pinterest is the fourth best source. And, wow. you know, the, the use numbers for Pinterest is always slow or lagging behind. So you never know exactly how many people are using it. But it's safe to say it's a very, very uh, small number compared to mm -hmm. Facebook that's got like, what, mm -hmm. you know, 1.2 billion or some crazy thing. Yep. So it's... Well, you know, it's, the thing is, too, I think about Pinterest, which is so important, is not only does it reflect uh, users' preference for the visual Right, Jason, you know, in terms yep. of people want more types of visual social media and more visual engagement, but also just general engagement is a lot higher than a, other, a lot of other social media sites. For sure. And that's been yeah. documented. Yeah. yeah. Um, RJ Metrics, uh, Robert Moore's kind of, uh, you know, famous guys, they've said that Pinterest demonstrates – this is a quote from them. Mm -hmm. Pinterest demonstrates some of the strongest user engagement retention and virality metrics I've ever seen in an mm -hmm. online business. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it holds people's attention, obviously, and it refers tons of traffic to websites. You can spend and all you day on Pinterest. I mean, it's, oh, oh, yeah. my it's goodness, addictive. You know, you look in things and I mean, especially if you're into, I mean, it seems like it's especially strong in certain categories. Mm -hmm. um, and I think those are around women. You would probably know them better than I do, Megan, in terms of all the different things women look for. But I mean, if I see another pin for a wedding or <laughs> China or a perfume or something like that, that's a lot of what I see. But there's a lot of other types of pins, too. Well, let's dig into that a little bit because let's, you know, people listening to the show are trying to market a cause. So yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. So if I'm not, if I don't have a fashion line or I don't sell wedding dresses, you know, how can I be on Pinterest? What's a good way for me to be on Pinterest if I'm a, a corporate that has a cause program or if I'm a nonprofit? Yeah. I, I, my best suggestion to everybody is the first thing you want to start with is an audit of your own website. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, when Pinterest came along, some companies like ours 
got insanely lucky because our website was structured in a way that we had a lot of visual content. And, you know, Joe, you mentioned the shift towards visual media. And right. there's no, mm-hmm. with Instagram and Pinterest and Snapchat, there's no question that consumers are shifting towards socially shared items that are visually, you know, mm-hmm. oriented content. Um, so the first thing you do is audit your website. And you want on, I call it the 80 20, you know, sort of audit. The, the top, 20% of your product pages or content pages, you want to make sure have high quality images or mm-hmm. video that are pinnable. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you'll create your your website in a Pinterest friendly way. And right. you don't even have to be on Pinterest to mm-hmm. start to benefit from Pinterest because mm-hmm. what happens is all the Pinterest enthusiasts know exactly what to do. Right. They they visit your website and they start pinning stuff that they like. Mm-hmm. Well, so no, the first I, you know, thing is the audit. What yeah. I want to ask you about that too, and I think that's a great suggestion for nonprofits to have high quality images on their site that are pinnable, uh, yeah. that can go to Pinterest and stuff. When in tagging those images, when you click on that image and you, that takes you to Pinterest, will it use the alt tag? Uh, and oh, that's that, a good that's question. A, you know that it, the tag that people have created in support of their images, or do people always have to create their own piece of um, you know description uh, for that particular image? Yeah, it depends on if you're putting it into a post or a page. Okay. Generally, it'll suck in the metadata right pretty nicely, yep. and it'll include the description that and content from your page, and then of course you can tweak it as needed. Yep. Um, but in general, um, it, it pulls in the descriptive data uh, right into the you know to the description, and you tweak that, and then you're good to go. But of course, that's why you want to audit your website. You want to mm. go audit your top post yep. and your top product page, yep. pin it, and see what it does, right. and mm. see what how it, it performs for you. Yep. And right. then it'll perform that way for all your, you know, your yeah, fans and right. followers. Because you know what's good too is I think when a lot of people go into Pinterest, they want to kind of put in their own information. Anyways, I know I do, um, yeah. so I don't always think about that. But sometimes it, you know, it's it's like, hey, here's some suggested text for you. So I think that's a great idea that you not only have to concern yourself about the images on the page, but you do have to concern yourself with the uh, heading tags that you're using and the content. You know, the things that you're writing for the page and what might be pulled with that image. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the other tip there is just not to assume you know what is occurring because you don't know what Pinterest users are focused on when they're pinning items from your pages. You might think it's the, the specific thing you wanted to share, but mm-hmm. they could be pinning about Photoshop tricks or yep. lighting effects on images. They could be pinning about videos they love. Um, so you don't really know how they're going to use your content in Pinterest, um, but you want to obviously seed the info so that you know your message gets gets across. And generally, people will just post it. The metadata that comes through is what they'll keep in there, uh, mm-hmm. and it's sharing your message effectively. That brings up a good question: Is there any way to figure out exactly where those images are showing up on Pinterest? Sure. Yeah. So one of the things that you can find out if you're just new to this and you've never kind of looked to see what someone's done on with your website, you can just look at the source data. So if you're in Pinterest and you go to any website, and I'll use 
uh, mine, for example, if you go to Pinterest.com and then a slash source, you know, mm-hmm. just type the word source and then type another slash and then type your website name. So I'll do so mm-hmm. powerful um, dot org. And then I can see what people have pinned from my website. Wow. I never knew that. Did you know that, Joe? No, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Okay. I can see the last time. Oh, did time... you at the end? At the end, Jason, did you say you typed in the, the your site name, selfish like would mine be selfishgiving.com that I would Correct. have to put in at the end? Okay. Correct. And so I just did so powerful.org. So for me, it's pinterest.com/source/sopowerful.org and then it adds a slash to it once you hit enter. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. I see now all the pins from So Powerful. I can see exactly what people are pinning. That's so uh, cool. And I can see who's that. done it. And I can see how long ago it was done. And of course, what you should do is like those pins. Mm. Yeah, right. 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 So right. once you set up your Pinterest profile, you can do that. But that mm-hmm. gives you some insight into what images people are enjoying, what videos they're sharing. Totally. Uh, it's very powerful. And then what about – I've noticed Joe doing this and I do it occasionally. What about adding text to your images? Yep, sure. So um, if you – I'm just looking at mine just because we're doing this. Um, the images that people pin from from SoPowerful.org are um, – they all have text overlay. Mm-hmm. content. I, I mean, I, I don't even see one that's not a text. Well, there's here's one. But most of them are uh, some of my banners, some of my, you know, buttons that have text to overlay the learn more type images. Um, and people are sharing those in exactly the way I created them. So for example, yeah. I look at mine and it says the so powerful purse project. So one give one learn more. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. a beautiful image of an African girl, black and white, and then it says learn more on it. People are putting that straight into their boards on Pinterest. And I can look at the boards they're adding them to. One is called Sewing. One's called World Changers, uh, Pay It Forward, Good Ideas, Sewing for Service, My Favorite Things, Purses. Mm. Yeah, um, so you have very – so I love that too because that really is suggested text for yeah. the pinner. You know what yep. I mean? Because, you know, then it's up there and it's yours and stuff. And sometimes I do that too, uh, Jason. I should probably do it more. And just so our listeners know, I use Canva for that. I don't know what you use. What do you use? Uh, is that, I use something is there called a... Canva, C-A-N-B-A. And it's oh. just a really easy site to use to create, uh, to bring your images up. And then it offers a lot of uh, free, you know, all sorts of icons and images and stuff like that that yeah. you can manipulate and use right on your page. So it's a great place. Uh, and uh, uh, listeners will know when I did that, um, I did actually this slide presentation for Halloween on uh, what, what fundraisers could offer for lessons from scary movies. And I used Canva to create that. So uh, yeah. it's an example for people anyways. There's another you, one called Pick Monkey. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And I've heard of that one too. There are lots of them and then there are apps that you can use if you're doing this all on your phone. Um, mm-hmm. We just use all of our – we use Photoshop Elements for all of our – because you, know. you guys are fancy. Joe and I are like going yeah. for the free yeah, tools like, here. Like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, it's like get the crayons out with us. You know? so. <laughs> well, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the 
and so piece of all of this. So, yeah. you know, you've got people pinning stuff from your site and maybe they're even pinning it contextually correctly in a way that you want them to. You've got a picture of your cause or your cause program or your CEO doing good work or whatever it is. Yeah. But what are the best ways, like what are the calls to action that Pinterest works particularly well for, especially when we're talking about something that's cause focused? Yeah, I, I think it's, important to understand how Pinterest works well and how it doesn't work well. And the way I explain this is to describe it compared to other social media sites. So um, the, the most important idea here is that um, you have to understand this concept of the half-life of socially shared items. Now, it sounds complicated, but let me just explain it you know, easily. Um, the question is, how long is a socially shared item relevant or good for once it's shared? Mm -hmm. And, you know, YouTube, you can make a video and six years later, it's still driving tons of engagement and traffic right. because it just gets viral and gets popular and people embed it. And, well, you know, Twitter is the exact opposite. You know, a tweet lasts for about <laughs> 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What do they say? It's a, yeah. So, I mean, the shelf life of a that, tweet is, yeah, yeah, is, so is nothing. That's the, the data scientists call that the half life of a socially shared item, meaning how long does it take half to get half of all its comments, likes, retweets, you know, engagement. Um, YouTube and Pinterest have insanely long half-lives. Mm. Um, you know, Twitter is just the opposite. So let's talk about, so for example, let's say the Boston Marathon bombing mm -hmm. occurs. When that occurred, everybody hits Twitter to find out exactly what's going down. Right. Right. If you search on Pinterest right, you know, a, an hour or two later, you'll see nothing about the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm -hmm. But now here's the interesting part. Six months later, if you want to have amazing footage, photos, links to blog articles, that kind of thing, it switches completely. And Pinterest becomes the most relevant and meaningful social media site to uh, look in or to you know, think about. Mm -hmm. So... The content is really long. You call half-life or shelf-life content. So um, that's the most important thing to realize. And so if you're a marketer and you're thinking, I need 150 people to hit my product page right now, mm -hmm. you don't want to think about Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but if you think, I want to build momentum and energy around the idea of uh, resources and tools related to Ebola, mm -hmm. Right then you can start to really think through, okay, how do I aggregate or what, you know, Ben Silberman, the founder of Pinterest calls curate mm -hmm. um, the best content. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the most important thing is to think through the, the usage of it properly. Because if you expect something from it that's wrong, you're going to be frustrated. Right. Right. You know? Yep. Well, mm -hmm. and so talk, take that the next step then for a cause I'm hearing you say like building awareness potentially or building education around something. But what about, okay, let's just cut right to the chase. What about do people donating? What are the sure. likelihood, what's the likelihood people are going to donate when they see your Pinterest page? Um, well, technically it's, I guess it's a numbers game. It, the question is how much traffic can you drive right. from any social platform to your product page or sales page or your donation page? Um, and I can just tell you that the stats are in Pinterest's favor over any other site except Facebook. Mm -hmm. And and so 
But again, that won't be in the next 10 minutes. That'll be the long-term stable stuff. So if you're doing a short-term campaign, you know, you're going to do a, you know, a Thanksgiving drive in the next six days, you wouldn't want to spend the time or energy to try to cultivate something on Pinterest. Hmm. However, if you're doing a annual, you know, sewing, you know, purse sewing drive like we do for mm-hmm. So Powerful, then it's just going to gain yeah, momentum right. and traction right. as long as you right. keep your your pages and your posts stable on your website. You know, um, Megan, uh, Megan and Jason, where I find Pinterest to be really helpful for me is um, it's, it's almost a secondary source because it's almost like once people, um, you know, find out about me through my blog and maybe I have some type of interaction with them on Twitter, they invariably come back and say, gee, gee Joe, could you give me an example of this? And I'll say, oh, as a matter of fact, I have a Pinterest board on that. Yep, yep. And, you know, so, I mean, that that seems like that's what drives a lot for me is it's it, it's almost it's not kind of frontline, but it's definitely right behind it, you know, um, in terms of helping me drive that. That's an interesting point, though. And I have a question then for Jason about that, because, Joe, you are you're kind of a, a, a B2B person, really. I mean, you're right. kind of like a B2B professional person versus, yep. Yep. you know, you're not selling dresses to an everyday consumer. That's so right. talk yep. about that, Jason, as far as like a B2B versus B2C. I mean, clearly B2C is those, you know, the, the easier place to do it. But what about stuff that's, you know, you're talking to professionals or you're talking mm-hmm. to businesses? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think it works if you structure it properly for uh, you know, a service provider or a B2B, you mm-hmm. know, provider just as well. The the number one issue and the mistake that I see people make is they'll set up a Pinterest profile, even for their business, they'll do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the mistake is that they'll start to create pin boards, which is the, the unit of collection, you know, kind of the bucket that you right. use. They'll create pin boards that they care about. Or uh, the things are of interest to them. Like, hey, you know, we're here at so-and-so, we're really all about the, uh, you know, hating the Yankees. No offense, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> now, sorry to pick on you, but, um, you know, that you want to focus on your ideal, what you call, you know, avatar or ideal customer, ideal donor. Um, their interests, their, you know, what they're enthusiastic about. Now, if you're raising money from people in Boston, have the We Hate New York Yankees (laughs) pinboard, of course. Um, But if you're trying to do it nationally or internationally, you just want to be sure to have relevant, meaningful content for your ideal, you know, uh, visitor. You know, let's face it, too. I think when you use Pinterest, especially to pin all those different items maybe associated with your organization, you know what it is? It's just an easy place to go to -hmm. look at things. That's mm-hmm. what I love about it. You know, in a sense, like, you know, like I've used Instagram before, uh, Jason, and I think it's really interesting. I know my 14 year old daughter loves it and stuff like that, but it drives me crazy because I can't curate the stuff, I yep. can't organize yep. it. And, you know, it's like it's, it's a visual Twitter. Uh, right. You know, so it's it. You know, so I where I always go, it's like no, I want to go to a place where I can put these things t- together and I can go. You can back browse. Yeah, like you know, like even on uh, even on my Pinterest boards, one of the things I did was I took I take all my articles and I put them on one board on Pinterest. So if someone says I want to see your writing portfolio, I send them a link to my Pinterest board, and then yep. all my articles are right there. 
with images. Now, the challenge I have, Jason is, and Megan, is, is not everyone knows that when you click on that image, it takes you to the right. place from which it was pinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what you have to, you know, people will say, well, this is just a bunch of pictures. And it's like, no, <laughs> click on is, it. You know, click on the picture. It takes you uh, to where you want to go. Maybe Which is why the call to action text overlay is so important. Yeah. That's a really good so point. That's what you're really describing, point. Joe, is exactly what Ben Silberman, the founder of Pinterest, uh, talks about. He's got speeches. Uh, just as a shout out, I've got a pin board called Pinterest founder speeches mm-hmm. and there are videos that Ben Silberman, you know, different venues that he's spoken at. He describes in one of his videos that I love, it's called the challenge of online discovery. And what he mm-hmm. says is, you know, Google is phenomenal. And if you don't know his story, he worked on the display ad team oh, yeah. uh, at Google. And uh, so his, his, uh, you know, supposition is that Google is amazing for some things. Mm-hmm. But horrible, and we don't use it for other things. Like his, you know, his example is he says, "You never ask Google how do I make my dorm room look cooler." <laughs> well, you, you could. Just, you don't discover stuff that way in Google, right? But um, so his his issue for you know creating Pinterest was the idea that people can discover uh, things socially. And that is a fundamental shift away from text-based, you know, old-school search results. Mm. Yep. And that's what he's driving towards. That's his big vision is yeah. visual discovery and mm-hmm. social discovery. Yeah, I know. You know, the only thing that – and I imagine nonprofits would find this too is that there is a, there is a lot of sharing and I think people uh, going from the pins to a website and outside Pinterest and stuff like that. But I have to admit, Jason, I don't get a lot of interaction within Pinterest. Uh, in terms of people no. talking to me. Isn't it Especially, great? Well, yeah, I know, really. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why Joe loves Pinterest. Oh, I just figured it out. Yeah, you know, but I would try to talk to uh, Megan on Pinterest for two years. She won't talk to me. Whatever. Yeah, so. uh, but, you know, but they even added that messaging function. Yeah, that hasn't and gone anywhere. I tried, yeah, nobody's going to do that. Campbell, uh, who we've had on the show. With and who? I was like, I tried it yeah, with Julia Campbell. Oh, oh. Uh, and uh, she's been on the show a couple times talking about Pinterest and stuff. And, and, uh, and that was the last message I sent on it. Yeah. So I used it once. Here's what and- I like to say is that um, Pinterest – and this is true of Instagram too. Pinterest is social media light, hmm. meaning it's not really in the same vein as Twitter and Facebook. It's more akin – the most similar – uh, other social media sites is, is related to is YouTube. Yeah. You know, it's not the culture in YouTube to, to be real chatty either, although you can get some comment, you know, engagement going. But Usually but, nasty. <laughs> yeah, but in general, it's, it's comment light. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the culture. I dig mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, because one of the use cases for this is and this is what I always talk to people about. And in the book, Pinterest Power, I talk about a lot is what's the use case for Pinterest if you're a busy marketer or social media person. And, you know, you just make the case. It refers more traffic than almost anything else except, of course, Facebook. Um, it's conversational light. Mm-hmm. The half-life of the content you share is insanely long. In other words, you get a lot of return on your invested time. And you just – you kind of create this environment where you say, this thing could really, really be beneficial without Mm -hmm. a lot of drama. 
Right. And, and yeah, that interact in that interactivity piece is such a time suck, especially oh, on on Twitter. Plus, and I mean, to both of you know too. I mean, this place is just, Pinterest is full of women. Yeah. Why wouldn't more men want to be there? <laughs> right. Or you and Jason I mean. and Noland are the are the kings on Pinterest. Well, let's talk about that for a second, if we have time to, because I hear that a lot. And you know, to be honest. I hear that as a defensive mechanism by social media marketers who are overwhelmed mm. and who haven't been told by their boss they have to have Pinterest going. So, you know, they just they have this mental barrier that they want to, you know, kind of uh, use as a defense. And that is, well, it's just all women or it's just it's just all women as if that's not a great <laughs> reason to yeah, use the best site. reason to be on it. Yeah. Um, but they do say that. But let me just mention a couple of things. First of all, uh, this started with what Ben Silberman calls Midwestern moms and Mormons in the Midwest. I mean, it was from city to city. That's how he described the original user community. That's crazy. That's no different than Mark Zuckerberg saying the original user community for Facebook was college students. But you know what happens as the site scales, it transcends that original demographic. So to say it's all ladies that are using it is is frankly incorrect. And as it scales, it will skew – it's my personal belief. It will skew more and more towards just basic gender demographics Mm -hmm. on online, which are – you know, like Facebook is like 58 percent female users. Right. Um, So, you know, that's my contention is that as it grows, it will skew more and more, you know, Mm -hmm. male. Interesting. Um, So that's my thought on that. Well, this is this has all been such an amazingly fascinating conversation. I feel like we need to have you back on to talk about Instagram, but we've already gone over our time, if you can imagine that. So we're going to have to have Jason back on the show. But in the meantime, Jason, if people want to soak up more of your fantastic information, how would they do that? Yep. Marketingonpinterest.com is my blog on the topic. And I've got links to my own Pinterest account, goodies and you know giveaways, videos and downloads there. So. Yeah, he's got fantastic resources. So absolutely check that out. And we'll put the links in the show notes as well. And Joe, how about you? Let's hear that well, shout out for that Pinterest on, page. Yeah, you can find me on Pinterest. You know, um, you can find me on Pinterest at Joe Waters. Uh, of course, you can find me on my blog, SelfishGiving.com. And you can find me on Twitter, talking to Megan and Jason at Joe Waters. <laughs> what about you, Megan? Where can we find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And I also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com, where I will be putting more images with text in the future for Pinterest. (laughs) And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Jason and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we will see you next time. 